You can't force anybody else to change. I've tried, you can't do it. The only thing that you can do is lead by example, shine your light as bright as humanly possible, and people will either be attracted to that and excited about that and be like, wow, I want what she's drinking, I want what she's doing because that looks fun, or they're gonna get activated by it, they're gonna be repelled by it, it's gonna scare them, it's gonna initiate fear in them, and they're gonna go the other direction. And that's the best way to naturally shift your friend group. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. This episode is part two of the Living Room Sessions with Jen Gottlieb, who wrote the book, Be Seen. If you guys have not gotten the book, this was such a celebration of her book launch, you guys. And since this podcast has released, she has hit a couple of the big lists out there with her book because it is such an exceptional book, I'm telling you. I have already used some of the tools that she shares in there to have my business and myself be more out in the world and be more me and be seen. I'm telling you, this stuff works, but this is part two of the live living room sessions with my amazing friend, Jen Gottlieb and Lindsay Schwartz of Powerhouse Women. This was filmed in front of a live studio audience and this is the Q&A portion. So anyone who came could come and ask a question based off of what our topic was. And that was being out in the world and being seen. So if you are curious about wanting more exposure, if you're someone who knows they have a big dream and needs to get out in the world, I'm telling you, this Q&A section is so much fun. Plus, I just freaking love Q&A. So let's dive in. Okay, so who has got the first question? Right back here, Aisha. Hey. Hi, friends. Hi. Hello. Um, so my name is Aisha Marshall, and I have the Butterfly Season podcast and White Atelier, my jewelry brand. This is an easy one. So I love on TikTok when they're like, this is this, this is this, this is this, this is this. And we love the outfits vibes today. Everyone, 10 out of 10. No notes. <laughs> Can we know where everything is from? Oh, this is so great. Yes. Um, Go ahead, Laura. I don't know this brand, but it's Revolve because everything is from Revolve. So that's where mine is from. How about you? This is Alexander Wang. I love you. I don't know who the shoe is. We can just take it. Uh, Francesco Russo. This, the best pump. I've had these pumps for about 10 years. Those like, are amazing. Because they just go with everything. Mm-hmm. And I am wearing local brand Girl High Boutique. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Shawnee. Yes. So cute. Beautiful. Thank you. Love Thank you in my cargo question. era. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the real important information of the yeah. evening. Oh. Very important. Be important. <laughs> All right. Who has got the next? Jess has the question. Hi, Jess. So my name is Jessica Bergio. Um, I have a podcast agency called Media Unscripted and also a podcast called Unscripted. My question, as many of you know, it's hard to put like sentences together when you're speaking to these beautiful women. My question coming up right now is... When you're in that season of knowing Mm. where you're supposed to be stepping into, but you're feeling a lot of resistance, not because you touch on this a little bit, um, Lindsay, that you don't deserve it, but the ripple effect it's going to create or has started to create already with everybody around you, Mm. not really being ready for this version of you. Oh, this is a Mm -hmm. great question. So are there practices that you have that you do on your own maybe that you don't have to buy a course or get into a room or do all the things to work through this exercise, a thing, a 
Just I'm mumbling like a now. bottle of rosé a night. To <laughs> Halfway there, so. Don't do that. Don't do that, okay? That's, that's, that's going to be your sad girl year if you do that. Yeah, okay. yeah right. <laughs> your sad girl era. This is such a good question because I, I think that until— So I'm going to answer it a little bit backwards. Um, this is like the biggest sign in your life to start changing like your really close friend group. Because when you have really close friends who just like accept every version of you, you stop even caring it, like what the other people think. So it's it's great because it's just shining light on different areas of maybe you need to go like create even deeper friendships with those women that you really feel like can see you. And what's crazy about even saying that out loud is when I gave this advice to even myself, like, hey, I know I really need to do this. It's so hard to be yourself around the type of women that you want in those friend groups because they just seem off limits or like up on a pedestal. And no matter how people say don't put people on a pedestal, we do. It's like those are the friends that we want to be with. Like even the first few times Lindsay and I hung out and the first few times Jen and I hung out, like— you can't just go in farting like you want to. <laughs> That's date three. Friend date three. It, <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to so bad, Lori. You could have just done it. I would have accepted you and your farts. Believe me, I would have been honored <laughs> to smell your fart. Oh, God. So it's it's like, it's going to be weird at first. And and I, I don't have another answer for you other than when you really cultivate that too, that's when it's going to feel easier. Because right now you're just in the hard spot of like, you kind of don't feel like you fit maybe anywhere. So it's like, it's creating those other places where you're like, doesn't really matter anymore because I'm so accepted here. And these feel so good. And I don't think you can reach those until you've done something like, you get those girls together and you go on a weekend trip and stay in houses together. Like you have to almost, I don't know how to do Lock it without staying together. Lock them up. Do you, I, you have to stay together or drop in for hours. Like Jen and I had like a four hour session a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was longer where it was just us and we just went super deep. And you, it can't just be dinner either. Like it has to be Go create, like, your own little retreat. Go somewhere. It's going to feel awkward. You might want to cancel it before you even go. Like, oh, I don't even know if I like these girls. I've done it a couple times where I'm like, I don't really even know if I like them or not. Like, I'm really not sure. And then on day two, you're like, wow, I love these people. But facilitate mm -hmm. something. So make sure the conversation's facilitated. And I promise you, if you come out of those with, like, those these friends, these friends, pinky swear, oh, yeah, these types yeah. of friends, then you will feel so much better about if— there's a little uprise throughout your community. I know that wasn't totally how you wanted an answer, but mm. what do you guys mm. think? I feel like the only other thing I would add is noticing what fear is coming up within you because to think that we can just move forward without addressing that fear, it's just going to show up in the next season and probably in a bigger way. Mm. So I'd rather, I'm so grateful for the lessons I learned about just my fear of outshining or my fear of my light making someone else feel away. I'm so grateful I learned that when I didn't have a bigger platform. It really mm. broke me. And I had to learn in really in secret. I just kind of went away for a while and no one noticed because no one was paying attention to me. So it was fine. It was great. Really, no one noticed. But no one came looking. <laughs> no, but I, I had a season where I just had to, I had to nurture, what is this about me that's, it hurts so much? 
Because if I can accept all of that, then I can love the person who isn't because I'm just seeing a reflection of myself. Mm. Mm. So it's a lot of that work too. There's a, a whole, and I, part of my book I'm really like nervous for some people to read because there's an entire section in there about how I had to really switch friend groups and I had to really weed my friend garden and I had to really shift and move into a totally different direction because every time I was around these certain people, I would leave and I would feel like I had to take a shower I would just feel so not supported and I would feel so not myself and I would feel like I was trying to be my real gen and, and do all of this stuff and I was excited about it and I was sharing it with them and nobody got it. And it felt unbelievably lonely and isolating. And for a very long time, I was trying to fit that square peg into the round hole and I was trying to make it work and I was trying to convince them, please listen to this podcast. You'll get it if you listen to this podcast. Or you'll get it if you read this book, right? You're shaking your head, you know, like come to this event with me. You'll totally understand if you come to this event. But you can't force mm. anybody else to change. I've tried. You can't do it. The only thing that you can do is lead by example, shine your light as bright as humanly possible, and people will either be attracted to that and excited about that and be like, wow, I want what she's drinking. I want what she's doing because that looks fun. Or they're going to get activated by it. They're going to be repelled by it. It's going to scare them. It's going to initiate fear in them. And they're going to go the other direction. And that's the best way to naturally shift your friend group. So I didn't break up with anybody. I didn't say, oh, I'm not going to be your friend anymore and I'm not going to talk to you anymore. I didn't do that. What I did was I just started really hyper-focusing on putting myself in environments with people that I wanted to be around and only prioritizing time spent with people that I really resonated with that made me feel amazing when I left. And sometimes that meant being by myself a lot because there wasn't a lot of opportunity for that. But when I, everything was open for that, so it just naturally closed off the time that I couldn't spend with those people. And believe me, when relationships are at their end and that season is ending, the other people can feel it too. Mm -hmm. And so naturally, those people stopped calling. They just stopped, they disappeared. And I was like, wow, I guess that I was keeping this friendship alive <laughs> even though I didn't even want it. Because I stopped talking to them and they completely stopped calling me. And it naturally shifted. And whatever we say no to, we're actually secretly saying yes to. So whatever you say no to, you're opening space for something else. So mm -hmm. I ask you guys, like, what's your priority? Where do you want your life to go and open up priorities or, or prioritize that space and that time for only people that lift you up? And slowly but surely, your life will be only full of environments and experiences and people like that. But it's not an mm -hmm. overnight thing. And you don't need to have a, this big, grand, I hate you, I'm not talking to you ever again, you're not in my life anymore because you don't believe, like, no. Just shine your light, go in your direction, be your best self, do your thing. And the people that resonate, They'll come along, and the people that don't, they won't. And that's awesome for everybody involved. Mm, love you. Everybody go on a retreat with her. Okay. <laughs> All right, Allie. Love that. Hi, guys. I'm Allie Aruda. My personal brand is Inspire and Move, and my podcast is Inspire Plus Move. Launched today. <laughs> uh, my launch today. <laughs> My question for all of you three powerhouse babes is when you're sitting in this moment of magic and momentum and crazy immense growth and success and all of this excitement and perhaps emotions that come with it, how do you best decompress and process the success and the achievements? Hmm. <laughs> Uber Eats and baking shows. Yeah. 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 Honestly. Really? Really? I'm the one with the Wait, no, They said, yeah. Jen, what are you ordering tonight? And I said, I already ordered it. It's sitting there waiting for me. I got a protein house. It's there. It's like, um, I think that 
it's unbelievably important to be able to receive that in, in your journey, to be able to reflect and receive and be in the moment. Uh, Megan and I were just talking. I was like, I'm really being in this season right now and really soaking it up because I know that I'm going to look back one day and hopefully be able to teach people from this experience of this moment of launching the first book and being in this season of my life. So I'm really trying to actively receive and reflect, but it's not easy and I'm not perfect at it. And sometimes when you're really on and you're really doing big things, it's a lot to the nervous system and you really just mm-hmm. need to allow yourself to just freaking be. Like for me, I'm an introvert. And so that means I, like I can be in front of people and talk to people and I love connection, but this like sucks my energy and I need to go be alone to recharge my energy because I put so much out. So sometimes like when I'm done with something like this, like I need to first go back and do absolutely nothing for a good amount of time, mm-hmm. not even think about it. And then I wake up in the morning when I'm fresh and I'll, I'll journal about it, right? And I'll think about, all right, what are the most amazing things that happened yesterday? What are the things that I, that I can learn from this? How can I fully receive this and, and, and accept it? And then do my gratitude list and I'm so grateful for it and then leave it alone. And then I have all of that there that I can read back later when I'm in a moment of reflection and stuff like that. And it all adds up. But I think it's really giving yourself permission to not be perfect with all this stuff mm-hmm. and giving yourself permission to be like, if you don't fully receive it, if you're not fully in the moment, let's say you get off of a stage and it doesn't feel as magical as you thought that it would, not to get hard on yourself because sometimes it just doesn't feel like that. Sometimes mm-hmm. it takes a week for that reflection to really kick in. Or for me, sometimes it'll take a year and I'll look back at a video and I'll be like, oh my God, I'm so proud of myself for that. That was mm-hmm. so cool. But right in that moment, it was just too much that I couldn't. So I think that we all need to remember that with all this self-help, this personal development, this growth, all this stuff, we want to be perfect at all of it, you know, at like being being a perfect personal development girl. Like, I'm going to receive this. I'm going to be so proud of myself. I'm going to soak it in. I'm going to be grateful. And I really (laughs) want to do that all the time. But I find that if I'm too hard on myself for that and I can't show up in that way all the time for myself, which is most of the time, that it kind of ruins it all. So just be okay with like, if you need to just be sometimes, just be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my best answer for you. Mm-hmm. I love that answer. I, yeah. I'll just say just grace. Like, yeah, the grace thing of recharge, have grace. Something is always going to, when there's big things going on, like right now with Jen or big things with Lindsay or myself or whatever, like something's going to go to the wayside. You're not going to, I'm not hardly reading right now. Like I'm reading your book, but that's it. Um, <laughs> her book came in and I'm like, okay, this is going to force me to read. This is great. Yeah. So things are always going to slip through the cracks. So this whole journey is just grace, 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 grace for me right now. Like I think when you're really doing what you want to do and things are like you're in your dream, it doesn't feel like you thought it would feel at all. It feels really hard <laughs> because your dream is probably a mm-hmm. lot bigger than you are right now. And so it just feels like you are small and you're stretching and it's painful. So it requires a lot of literally cuddle time with my dogs, with my husband, walks, grace, prayer, DoorDash, friend time. Like you have to protect yourself because you're really in, you're at your edge every single day. So that's what I would say. Yeah, same. Love that. Anyone else cry? Just like. All the time. Oh, yes. All the yeah. time. Was that not a given? <laughs> yeah, was that not a given? Yeah. For no reason. All the time. Yeah. You know what's really cool? When you just said that, I'm like, yeah, because we're sh- crying is just shedding that layer. So every time you cry, it's like you're getting rid of whatever was and you're stepping into what is. Like, it's good. Like, yeah. get it get it up and out, you know? So Feel like it. That. Thank you for your question. I love that question. So good. <laughs> Sam, you have a question? Hi, I'm Sam Harper. I am a sound healer with the Portal AZ. All right, loves. I find that the cringier I am, (laughs) 
the more seen I am. And I'm like, why that one? Why, Interesting. Yeah. why did that reel or whatever or that TikTok take off when I was being like the cringiest? Mm. So if maybe you could share and give us all a permission slip and share with us what is the cringiest thing that you're doing Ooh. right now. Oh, right now. Ooh. Right now. I'll go first. Yes. Hip hop. <laughs> Listen. I go because I get to experience myself being not as good as I want to be at something. When I went to that class, we went to this choreography class, and it was Aisha and Sam and I. And, like, that's, that's the kind of dance I really want to be good at. Like, the dance fitness stuff, I was a cheerleader. I can follow along. But I want to be, like, I want to have swag. Yeah. It's coming. And it's going to take some work. Like, I'm not even—this is not a joke. Like, no, this is literally this is my ultimate life dream. <laughs> and I don't ever want to be paid for it. I just want it to be, like, I want to go to a wedding and just be, like, the, the circle forms. And I don't— <laughs> This is my moment. <laughs> and so it's it's not totally, I wouldn't say it's totally cringy, but like how I observe myself it is. Mm, no mm-hmm. one else is judging me. Totally. But I'm really judging myself in those moments. And it's beautiful because I get to be with myself being a beginner again. Mm-hmm. So I love it for that reason. And this year, so last year was all about like just getting into the practice of dancing again. This year it's like learning practicing behind closed doors and at someone's wedding. Yes. Somebody get married. Okay, great. Great. Is her wedding coming? At someone's wedding. Gosh, I wonder who. We can nickname you Swaggy at her wedding, too. (laughs) Swaggy in the hood, because you want to have swag, right? I was just thinking about how that's my other cringe is being from the Midwest is anytime I have to say bag or swag. I don't even like to say that word. I'm like, I can't say it without my Midwest showing. (laughs) So those two things. I feel this whole whole season for me right now in this moment is me being a beginner and doing something I've never done before. Letting people, like asking people to read my book. Mm -hmm. Y'all, my book is so meta because my book is called Be Seen. And I and I am literally reading my own advice every single day because there is not a day that goes by right now that I'm not petrified of this next level for me. Yeah. This is really scary. It's actually forcing me to be seen on a level that I've never been seen before in my life. Asking people for help, mm-hmm. asking people to read the book, being on zillions of interviews and podcasts and stages, which is all stuff that I prayed for and I wanted. But here I am doing it and all the fear comes up. Mm-hmm. Am I good enough to be here? Do, who am I to talk about this? Why would anybody want to buy my book? Am I going to sell enough copies? Literally, I'm up mm-hmm. at night thinking about all these things. So not like I, I don't. And the reason that I share this is because I want to make sure that you all know, like, it may look like when you launch a book or you're at this certain level, like it's all easy peasy and it's not scary. But I want to let you in on something. Like I am scared. Fear doesn't go away, mm-hmm. but I'm very equipped to deal with this fear. I really am. I feel that I am very equipped to deal with it because I can wake up every day and I can understand that it's fear. I can talk. I talk to my fear. I say, what's up fear? Like, I see you. I understand that you're here with me. We're going to go and we're going to do this whole day together. We're going to do this day. And it's going to be a little scary sometimes. It's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to sometimes feel like you're not good enough to be in the room. But all of that is lies. It's lies. And I know you're going to be with me the whole time. And I'm just going to drive the car and you're going to be in the passenger seat. And no matter what, I'm going to get in my bed tonight no matter what, mm-hmm. no matter how scary it was, no matter how uncomfortable I became, no matter how bad I shit the bed in an interview, <laughs> no matter the stupid thing that I said, no matter if I hated what I ended up wearing because it didn't look good on camera, no matter what happens, you always end up in your bed. Time doesn't stop. So how do you want to feel when you get there? And I think about that every single morning mm-hmm. when I wake up during this very difficult season. How do I want to feel? Do I want to feel like, oh, I should have 
just showed up. I shouldn't have let fear get in the way. Like I, I shouldn't have canceled that. I should have just done it. And so now when I get in bed at night, I have a practice where I just celebrate my wins for the day to really solidify the confidence that I built from moving through the discomfort of mm-hmm. this entire season. Because it's all cringy for me right now in a, a little bit. But when I get to the end and I get to the other side, I'm like, okay, that was cringy and it was hard and it was uncomfortable. But there were some parts of it that were pretty good. And I'm just really proud of myself for doing it. And then I get up the next day and I have proof, like Lindsay talked about earlier, that I can do the hard things and I can move through the discomfort and I can move through the imposter syndrome and I can give fear the finger and I can say, shut up, bitch, get in the passenger seat mm-hmm. of the car and we're going to go do this damn thing. And so for the next book, I'm going to have even, I'm going to be even more equipped and the next one, even more equipped. So the cringy moments are the greatest gifts ever. It's how you yeah. move through them that makes you who you are. Mm-hmm. So good. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to share with you that this podcast, Earn Your Happy, is now a part of the Growth Day Podcast Network. Truly, this is like one of the most exciting things that has ever happened to me. I'm telling you, I no longer feel like I'm doing this alone. And I actually get to collaborate with the people who host the podcast that I'm obsessed with, like that I have been listening to myself, who inspired me to start a podcast, who have taught me about how to go and do the thing, like the original people who got me motivated through listening to their podcasts. You guys, a bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and to support shows and brands that we believe in. And one of my friends are also on this network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to their show. You guys, I just had Danielle Canty on of the Boss Babe podcast. She co-hosts it with her other amazing co-host and one of my friends, Natalie Ellis. You guys, you can go check out that podcast on mine. It's episode 925 and Danielle and I talk all about burnout and how that could be showing up in your life and most importantly, how to prevent it. But I want to tell you, if you have not gone and checked out the Boss Babe podcast yet, go subscribe because it is one of the largest online communities for ambitious women and female entrepreneurs. And I know that if you're listening to the show, chances are that's probably you. You guys, they have 3.6 million followers and 380,000 subscribers. The Boss Babe podcast is the place where they share real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance, and learning how to balance it all. Most of all, you guys, truly, these women are in my life. Danielle and Natalie are people that I text on a weekly, monthly basis when I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel stuck. What should I do? I tune into their podcast, you guys, to learn. Even though they're my friends, I am still like crazy obsessed with this podcast because I learn something new every single time I listen. It makes me be a better podcaster. It makes me be a better businesswoman. It just makes me be better and more confident out in the world because they're so real and raw. And I can tell you that in the moments where I have had horrible days, down days, I've either gone and listened to this podcast or I've texted them because these are the people who truly get it. You want to listen to the people who are walking in the same footsteps that you are. You guys go check out the boss babe podcast you're not going to be sorry and it's just gonna like make you way smarter and you're gonna have way more fun so go check it out um i would say it's just showing up on like there the world is so much video right now it's just like showing up on camera so much and trying to figure out how to do that and feel good about it Mm -hmm. it's really hard you guys all know this it's like Mm -hmm. so weird so (laughs) that's my 
cringiness is just seeing yourself so much on video going, that doesn't feel like me yet. You know, like, you know who you are and it's not showing that way. Yeah. So that's definitely it right now. That's a great question. Yeah. And I feel like we had one more question over here. Hi, you guys are awesome. I love all of this. Uh, My name is Rhonda. I have an Instagram account, Race for Fitness, and I have a large following. I help a lot of ladies and I just did something very bold and I'm sitting here terrified. (laughs) Um, Breaking out, creating my own business off of an MLM business. And the response was insane and I don't think I was prepared for it. And we start on Monday and I can't find half of them and I don't know what to do. And I tracked everything. And so going through this, I'm learning I want a better system. Mm. So did you guys ever run events on Facebook or anything or anywhere? And was there a system you used to track all of your clients? Because the one I used obviously did not work well. So mm. I don't know if that's something because I'm feeling like I need to have a system so that I can keep doing this. What is it that you're doing? What is the event? So I run meal plans, Bible okay. studies, and fitness um, through my business. And I have a specific one that I am teaching people how to get shredded in two weeks. Okay. Um, and so they paid to join. I've got their emails, but like some of their names don't match. And I've tried to like make it all work. And I'm trying to figure out like, there's got to be a system that I'm not doing, whether I use, I didn't use forms. Maybe I should use forms. They were supposed to email me. They all PayPal'd me, but none of their PayPal names match their Instagram. And I'm sitting here going, what yeah. did I yeah. do wrong? Yeah, so you need a CRM. CRM? A CRM. So okay. I, I would check out Go High Level. That's what we're using right now. Okay. And that will do everything for you. Oh, it I will need... keep track of everyone. Oh, you can put all your email funnels in there. Wow. You'll see your automation, everything. It'll do okay. everything. I would have your entire course and everything live in Go High Level. Are you writing this down? Go check it out. <laughs> just like, oh, my, I'm just sitting here and I'm like, yeah. I didn't plan on working all weekend. I'll be working yeah. all weekend because it was too much. Go yeah. High Level's great. Okay. Easy peasy. Cool. That will awesome. change your life. Oh, you guys, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you <laughs> so Thank you. Much. I appreciate it. Awesome. And I think we had one more, one more question. Yes. yes. Okay. Go for it. Hello, everyone. My name is Miriam Ireton. And for the past 20 years, it sounds really old, I've, I've been a financial strategist. And so my question to you ladies here, because, you know, I've been married for 19 years. Y'all are married. When you're getting ready to put yourself out there, right, to be seen, because sometimes I feel like, you know, people know us as who they know of us all these years. And especially if you've been married for a long time. So then now you're kind of breaking out of your shell, right? So what advice would you give us married ladies when we're getting ready to to maybe break out of our shell or, you know, kind of rebrand ourselves, I guess you could say? Can I ask you more specifically, like, what is your fear? Like, what is that advice? Do you want that advice around? Um, well, when I went to the Powerhouse Women event, I think one of the things I realized was that I I hide behind my husband. Mm, got it. I hide okay. behind a business that that we've had that's, you know, that's a success, the passive income. And sometimes, like, those things trap you. Yep. Mm. You know, and especially when deep down inside. And, and one of you said it, you know, that little girl with big dreams, Lindsay. And it's like, you feel like there's more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? There's more to life than you know, kind of what we're living right now. So yeah, I love this. Okay, so what is advice that we would give to to somebody who's kind of been hiding? It doesn't matter if it's behind your husband or if it's behind right. your kids or if it's just hiding in a hole, kitchen or whatever it is. <laughs> we're yeah. all finding those great hiding behind spots. somebody. Exactly. Yeah. I would say you don't have to start big. You can come out 
slowly. It doesn't have to be this like, I've been hiding and here I am. It can just start to be like these different posts that you do every day. You know, it's like people will start to see you probably faster than you think just by being consistent with saying like, what do I want to share? Like, how could I share this? How could it be in my voice? And I will tell you, more people, you'll connect with so many more people and more people will see you, meaning they will just really see you. If you authentically share where you're at in the journey. So even saying, hey, like, it's not a bad way to start saying, hey, I realized, you know, I have this great business. I've been kind of hiding behind it, even though it may look this way, except I haven't really felt like I've ever put my real self out there or I've really gotten out there in the way that I want. So I'm going to try to do X, Y, and Z and just keep referring. My whole journey has been like, if you go back and read posts, I'm just telling you about what I'm going through. That's it. That's my entire journey. Whenever I wonder what I should say, I ask myself, what am I struggling with? Because everyone else is too. Yeah. And so that's like the most authentic way to connect with people. And I think people will, Mm -hmm. I think they're going to love it from you. Yeah. Even more than that, I think why you're feeling this call to step out and start sharing is there are people who won't get their breakthrough. They won't stop hiding until they see you stop hiding. Mm-hmm. And when I just remembered that, like in the early years of starting to share this message that I was like, who am I to share this? I, it was something that actually came through when I was writing the book. There were parts of my book that I felt were straight up channeled from somewhere other than me. And it was for me. It was a message I needed so that I could tell others. And it was just this idea that if I'm feeling called to do this, if you're feeling called to step out, and even if you're not sure exactly what you'll share yet, it just means there's someone somewhere waiting for you to do that. That if they hear this podcast or they hear any of us speak, they're not going to hear it in the way they needed to hear it in order to get their breakthrough. It takes courage to accept that that is why you're feeling that pull. And I'll talk about the relationship part of it because I'm very familiar with this. (laughs) But I'm going to talk about it from the completely opposite viewpoint. And I think this might be interesting because I've never talked about this before. So I just think that it's unbelievably sexy and empowering when my partner goes off and is being seen as his best, most Mm. badass version of himself. Like, everybody think of that for a second. Like, whether you're in a relationship or you're not, like, when you're with a romantic partner and they're just living their best life and they're thriving and they're on the stage of their life and they're doing what they do best in the pocket, I'm like— Yes, mm-hmm. right? I'm so into it. But we all have this fear that if we start shining our light super bright, it's going to make somebody else feel, feel inferior or not like us as much, or we might not be as attractive. But I would bet you, I would, and I don't know you that well, so I can't really, like, forgive me, like, if I'm assuming something. But I think that if you start shining your light super bright and you start just being authentically you and you start being seen, it's going to be unbelievably attractive to your partner, and he's going to be unbelievably supportive and unbelievably excited for you if you're living your best self and you're just doing your damn thing because he loves you. And if you guys have a strong relationship, I would believe, like for me, like right now my husband is actually shifting his entire brand. He's pivoting. He's doing something completely different. He's really taking the stage in the AI world, and he's starting to be on stages, and he's starting to come out from hiding, and he's doing it. And I'm just like, I am so, you're motivating the crap out of me right now. You're motivating me. You're pushing me to be seen. So what if you looked at it like, honey, I'm going to show you what it's like. Like, I'm going to show you how amazing I am. And I'm going to show you and motivate you and inspire you to also be seen. And I'm going to do it by showing you the way by doing it myself. And I feel that something really beautiful about our relationship and what I really love about my relationship, believe me, there's a lot of things about my relationship that are not perfect. 
I talk about it often. I don't have the perfect relationship and I'm not a relationship expert. But one thing that I do know that really works for us is when we're both in our zones and we're both being seen as the best version of ourselves and we're both in the pocket, we always have the most powerful relationship because we're both motivating each other and supporting each other and so attracted to each other because the other person's doing what lights them up. Mm -hmm. And I find that that always makes a really, really powerful relationship. So I would just maybe try to shift the mindset into that, like, wow, honey, watch how cool and great and amazing and how, <laughs> how much I can shine. Like, you mm. watch me. I think it would empower him. Mm-hmm. All right. This side of the room. Have you ever been in a situation in your life where you're experiencing something very private and very heavy and dark and difficult, like a health crisis that you have to manage of a family member, et cetera, et cetera? Mm-hmm. You're like, how do I convert this to shareable content? Mm. Because I cannot share what's going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who are you? Yeah, what's Ma'am? your name? Yeah. <laughs> Miss? Sorry. Please carry. We Calculate the question. question. Yes. Calculate the question. Yeah. <laughs> Be articulate. Um, I am Kat Fulton at Instagram, and I've been in hiding for a year and a half. <laughs> okay, but I've run a business for 11 years. I have four employees and a web guy. We run a really awesome small business. I have always felt stagnant for a few years because of this thing. Mm. And it's very private. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've already gotten pushback and hate from my in-laws. I'll say mm. that online. Fine. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Lots of hate. Yeah. So that's my question. Deep, dark, heavy. Mm-hmm. How do you convert that to shareable content that where you can't really share a whole lot of the private details. Do you want to share it or do you need to share it? Is it something that my would be husband, helpful? My or? dear husband, I yeah. have shared this on a podcast. Yeah. Okay. So what the heck? My dear husband at age 54, I was 43. Our daughter had just turned two. She was a baby in one be- while this was happening. He was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's mm. disease at a very young age and has freaked the crap out of me <laughs> because mm. I actually worked clinically with dementia for 12 years in a previous career. Yeah. Not my business. Yeah. But so I understand the disease. His family does not understand the disease. They don't believe me. And there are psychiatric symptoms that show up. I love him dearly mm. from the bottom of my heart. And it is a disease that is insidious, that is disguised, that is betrayal, that is confusing, that nobody understands in the early stages. Yeah. So I've been dealing with this for a year and a half. I'm actually coming out. I'm like, yeah. I'm ready to explode. I have so much passion and fire inside me. I'm ready. Yeah. I want to. I want it so bad. Yeah. And it's been a boulder. I've been pushing up a mountain for a few years that I didn't realize. And um, I have a wonderful business that allowed me to work four hours a week and still bring home six figures while during this health crisis of a whole year. Yeah. However, I know there's so much more inside of me and I'm ready. I And so I signed up for Lindsay's Mastermind. I, I want to be with you amazing women. Mm-hmm. I Like I'm trying to come yeah. out of my shell. Ugh. Yeah. I think <laughs> she's right. Yeah. She's ready. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing that. That's a lot. And I know it's probably like also feeling because you've been in a different world. You haven't really been able to like even be in that other, when family has health issues or there's crisis or what, you're in that world. You you don't have a choice to be in the other world. So I can imagine that's been really challenging. I would say it just depends. I think in the beginning, depending on what you even want to share or need to share, there's a lot of people who have a lot of the, those things who don't even necessarily, it's kind of weird that you have to, sometimes act like that part of your life is not happening, but we absolutely have things in our life that people have no idea about 
that I don't share at all. We have things like that going on right now. So you don't have to feel like you have to share them right now. If it starts to come out naturally, or maybe if it comes out in a different forum where, where some people are finding or like sharing that they need help with something, then something organically might happen unless you're feeling like you really need to share it. But it sounds like it's a little sensitive around the fam and stuff. I would just allow that to be that part of your life that's private and share everything else. Yeah, if that's if that's what feels good and that's what's... but. We all feel for you, and that's such a hard, hard thing. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. yeah. I have an entire section in my book that's entitled, When to Not Be Seen. Mm. It's important mm. to know when to not be seen. And I, I actually went through something this year that I was open about saying I'm going through something, but I didn't share what it was, and I don't think that it's ready. And I always ask myself, is the wound open or closed? Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that if you're sharing something, you're sharing from a closed wound. You're sharing from your sexy scar. So you can share from an empowered place of what you learned from the situation, and nobody else can really be affected by your mm-hmm. story. You're sharing from an empowered, here's my scar. Like, I went through it, and I've got all of this learnings and this growth to, to show you and, and, and showcase <laughs> from my experience. But if the wound is still open, and it's bleeding, and you're actively trying to like stop the bleeding, and it's something that you're in and you're experiencing, and you haven't learned all the lessons that are going to come from it yet, I would recommend that you keep that for you. Keep it for you. Take lots of notes of what's going on, because one day it will be part of your story, but it's not a scar yet. So I don't think it's ready yet. (laughs) And I think it sometimes, just knowing how vulnerable and open you are, I think sometimes what we can tell ourselves is, well, then am I being inauthentic. If I'm out there putting on this face of this powerhouse that you are, knowing that behind the scenes, your life isn't perfect. And I think that's where what Jen said is brilliant. And then being okay with sharing what's happening in our world in general, more universal terms. Because even when we we think that, like I, I've mentored people who have like really deep and, and really intense stories And we think that people need to hear every detail of those story to get their breakthrough. But actually, then it makes it more about the person sharing the story than about the person Mm -hmm. we're serving. You're not doing this. I'm really just sharing, like, how I've seen people powerfully take a life challenge like we all have and, like, you're very actively right now dealing with. You can say things like, you know, look, I show up on camera and I I love to share with you and part of me is this, this mission I have. And that doesn't mean that I don't have hard things actively right now. So I feel for those of you who also do. Where this can still stay private, as private as you want it to be, but you can also be authentic that there are things going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And you can speak to universal, like when I say universal lessons or terms, it's like we've, we've all experienced in some way a feeling of loss. You can speak to like how you're supporting yourself through loss when you're ready to share that. It doesn't have to be the specifics and if you never want to share those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great question. Thank you for that. Is there another question over here? Stan. Yes. All right. Woo. Okay. So I'm Julie Berman and I have a podcast called Women with Cool Jobs. And awesome. I also help people find what lights them up and how to do more of it in their life. That's my business side. So I'm so excited to be here and I feel like this is like... I don't know. It just magically happened that you're here with your new book <laughs> about being yes. seen. This is something that like I am I am not one of the people who I performed, but I was like in the back. Happy to be amongst the rest of my colleagues. 
and classmates. Oh, thank you. <laughs> As you can tell, I am learning um, to be in front of an audience. And so like I am in this place where I want to be seen. I'm not cry. <laughs> thank you. I want to be seen because I know like what you guys were saying about the intentionality of not knowing where I'm going. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm crying. It's all Anyways, good. It's all good. The not knowing the intention behind the specific place that I'm going, but I know I'm going somewhere. Yeah. And I know it's a mission bigger than me. And in order, <sighs> in order to, thank you so much. This is the um, perfect room to work this out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So great. <laughs> this is great. In order to, Right, do these things in the future that I cannot foresee. And I love hearing all of your beautiful stories about just doing that next thing because that's where you feel like intuitively mm-hmm. led. But yet I am not someone who's comfortable being seen. I'm curious like what ways that you found when you are coming to those like points that are those hmm. new places and those new levels of being seen if you have tangible tips or like actions that you take to like get past those big scary things that make you feel like you want to throw up. Cause I have something coming up like my first live event in a few weeks. Go. And Yay! that's exactly how Congrats. I feel. Okay. Yeah. So, so good. thank you. Well, I'm going to give you a book. So just find me after this so I can get you one and I'm going to buy it for you. Um, I only have literally one. Uh, but so this one's yours. the only one I have or I would give We've you that We've all touched one. it. Um, but I'm going to send you one. So just find me and, and you will get a book uh, because everything in that book is for you. Every single tool in that book is for you. I'll give you one for everybody here. I mean, hopefully everybody gets it. But um, first of all, unbelievably brave for you to stand up and share your truth with everybody here. So you are already being seen in such a big way. So everyone give her a round of applause. Like that you, like that is so huge. So let's let's put a coin in the confidence bank right now for that yes. one. Like let's let's add a badass moment to the badass list for this one. You just stood up in front of everybody and spoke your truth and you are now declaring that it's happening, you're being seen, I'm so proud of you. Um, what helps me the most when I, this is the biggest thing that helps me, whenever I'm feeling fear of being seen, which is on the regular. Mm-hmm. And this is what I do now is I'm so seen, but it's always it's always a little scary. So first thing is you don't ever have to really believe 100% in yourself. If you go on the internet, a lot of the times you'll find people that are like, you got to believe in yourself 100%. 100%, you just have to believe. You cannot do anything until you believe in yourself 100%. Well, that is a bunch of bullshit because I've never done anything <laughs> believing 100%. Same. I always have a little doubt, a little mm. fear. So I, in, in the book, we talk about the, the rule of 51%. You just got to believe a little bit more than you don't. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 51%. 51. Mm-hmm. Just get to 51 because that 51 will get you to that first action step. Mm-hmm. And that first action step will get you a tiny little win. And that little win will give you a little bit of motivation. Just a little bit. And you can take that to get to 52, 53, 86, sometimes 99. And then sometimes you'll go all the way back down to 51. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a okay. So when I'm down at 51, I have one thing that I do. And I do it before every talk. I did it when I sat down to write my book. And when you read my book, you're going to actually be like, oh, I get it. I never had writer's block when I was reading, writing that book because I focused on the acronym HOPE. H-O-P-E. It stands for help one person every day. So instead of thinking about myself and my words and what I was doing and what I was saying and what I look like and what I sound like and if other people are going to like me and so in my ego, which is what we're usually in if we're worried about what other people think of us and that's okay, that's normal, I would focus on talking to one person, that one person that was reading the book, the one person that's going to be listening to this podcast right now that needed to hear what I had to say 
the one person on the other side of the reel that's watching it or the one person on the Instagram live that's watching that needs to hear it, not about me. And suddenly my ego would go away. So when I was writing my book, I envisioned my girl sitting across from me. Her name is Kayla. She's a Pilates instructor. (laughs) She lives in New York and she's hiding and she wants to be seen and build her brand. And I would just sit and have a conversation with her and I would just talk to her. And so whenever I speak and I'm petrified to get on stage, I think about the one person in the audience that I'm having a conversation with. I either find someone that is like, oh, she looks really amazing. She's who I'm talking to today. Mm. But the magical thing is, is is none of you know who the one person is right now, but I probably, hopefully, every single one of you feels like you're the one person. Because when you talk to one person and, and the whole act of your content or whatever you're creating is just to serve, is just to help, and it's just about that one woman or that one man that needed to hear what you had to say, then all the fear kind of dissipates because it's not about you anymore. Mm. I always tell people, like, I'm so unbelievably grateful that Lori got out of her own way and made herself visible because I would not be here. The book would not be written. None of this would be happening for me if she didn't get out of her own head and move through the fear and Mm. allow herself to be seen on the scale that she was seen because she didn't know that this one girl, one girl was walking around New York City listening to her and getting inspired and building this whole business and this whole life. And she, she was kind of subconsciously manifesting her, her friend too. It really we was. really doing it. So you never know. So just talk to one person. Help one person every day. Think about your one human and it'll be easy. Mm, Thank Come you. Come find me. I buy you a book. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I insert something there that was also in my mind? Because I don't know if this is for Julie or someone else. Can I talk about the post-being-seen hangover? Yes, please do. Because every time— mm. I will leave here tonight, yeah. and I know not to trust anything I'm saying Same. to myself for mm-hmm. 24 hours. Every time. Doesn't matter. I could do the most flawless event ever. My own mind is feeling—I hit a tripwire because I just went somewhere new. Mm-hmm. And at that point, that's where the fear starts to show up and try to coax me back into my comfort zone. So I just know— not to trust anything that I say to myself about myself. 24 to 48 hours, you might need longer, but Mm -hmm. it's real. When you are going somewhere new, it's triggering a very real survival mechanism inside of you that doesn't want anything to do with your growth. So Mm -hmm. just know that being seen might even feel amazing in the moment, but don't be surprised if there's like a little Mm -hmm. bit of a hangover Mm -hmm. afterward. It happens for me every time. After, After my first Bliss Project, I was probably, I was sick for a week. Sick. I got ill. I cried. I was depressed. I felt like I did something wrong. I felt like I said wrong things, Mm -hmm. like that I told women wrong things and they were going to go home and like break up their families. And it was really bad. It was very dark. And so um, it's a it's a very normal experience. And I experienced it for like three years after that, but it got better every single time. So there's definitely a, a post being seen hangover. You're just not used to putting yourself out there. So but it gets better and better yeah. and it's beautiful and it's fun, I promise. And yeah, if you know that, then you go home and you can mm-hmm. feel really good about the experience that you had. And in that moment when I'm feeling the hangover, I'm like, oh, that's right. I did something new. So just mm-hmm. a lot of self-care, a lot of, I am more introverted in that I have to recover alone. So I just know that I need to, to build in time at some point, especially after a big event, and being seen on that level, I have to go away for a while. I don't even text her. 
Like, I want to text her and voice note her, and I'm like, give her three days. Don't be a psycho. Don't be a psycho. Give her we three days. A, we had a trending hashtag after the Powerhouse event this year, troll mode. <laughs> you know how, like, you show up at an event, and you're all glamorous, and then the next day you're in, like, the hoodie yes! with, like, yesterday's makeup running down your face, and you look like a troll who should be telling riddles under a bridge. <laughs> so use that as well. Troll oh. mode is, is healthy. Troll it's healthy. Mode. It is. You need it. Okay. Well, you guys, we're going to go into troll mode right after this. Immediately. We're very, very we're excited. very excited about it. Um, can we give a big round of applause for Jen and her book? <laughs> Go get a copy of Be Seen. It is available for pre-order now. It and is so pre-orders good. help an author so much. Don't wait till the book actually comes out. Order it now. It'll be at your doorstep October, end of October. Yep, October 31st. So it'll be, you'll have it November 1st. Trick or treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be seen on Halloween. <laughs> only treats, oh, only treats. And if you all want to be part of the street team, I have an amazing, really, really engaged street team that's helping me with the launch. So if anybody wants to do that, you can just DM me street team. And when you buy your book, you can just sign up to be part of that. That would be amazing. Which is basically like getting a masterclass yeah. from someone who's the best I've ever seen in selling from stage, in promoting in a way that just feels so authentic, so heart-centered. Mm-hmm. So if you're really looking to master that and master being seen, that's of an opportunity of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book? No, the street team. Oh, yeah, everywhere. Please, yes. We, we want do, you can- everything is virtual. We want you, Canada. Yes. We, we, we want you. Yes, everywhere. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> really, really good rap there. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone 
phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. <laughs> 